What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness across all social media platforms. This is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice. I'm a clinically diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and help validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of said disorder, said toxic people, said toxic traits. Y'all get it. Um, today's episode is going to be about why do narcissists move on so fast? Why do they have to skip quick as hell into the new relationship? Why don't they take time to heal when they leave a relationship or when a relationship is over, when a partner leaves them or whatever the dynamic is? Y'all? One reason as a narcissist myself, one reason why I did not, why I moved on fast and no, I don't speak for all narcissists. I, yeah. Boy, there is a growing contingent of crybaby-ass narcissistic people that just, oh, at least they speak for everybody. I don't speak for all narcissists. Like, God, boy. <laughs> nothing more, there's nothing more sensitive than a narcissistic person. Boy, God damn, boy. This is, um, but yeah, one reason why I specifically moved on fast is because I didn't want to sit in the shame or the remorse or the shame or the guilt of or the, the this overall rejection of losing a relationship, y'all. Of the relationship ending, of the the pain of dealing with it. I don't want to sit and deal with those emotions. And a lot of other narcissistic people will feel the same way. They don't want to sit and deal with the emotions. They don't want to sit and process what they've been through, what they've experienced, or how they treated the other person. They don't want to deal with where they are right now. You see what I'm saying? And just because they move on fast does not mean that they will leave you alone. Now, I've, I said this repeatedly. I said, I feel like I said this in like a thousand videos. Just because that narcissistic person moves on fast does not mean that they will leave you leave you alone for good they could absolutely circle back and try to pull circle back and try to get you back they could absolutely be using the other person as a for as uh as a placeholder for you because narcissistic people don't like to be alone for extended period of times so they could be using this other person as a placeholder, as a, uh, you know, as a, f- for financial gain, for sexual gain, for physical gain, whatever the gain is, they're using this person as a placeholder until you let them back into your life. And it works a lot of times, y'all. It does. They move on fast. You think you're the problem. You take them back into your life. You realize they actually, you, you realize they, they haven't changed and they're going to continue being who they are. And then guess what happens? You, this cycle continues. The cycle continues over and over and over again until somebody ends it for good. You know what I mean? Narcissistic people don't want to sit in the shame. And I tell this to people all the time, y'all. Narcissists don't heal the same way non-narcissistic people do when a relationship ends. Like when you're when you end a relationship as a non-narcissist, if you're watching this and you're not a narcissist, um, when you end a relationship, when the relationship ends, you might take time to heal in your own particular way. Like you take time to yourself you heal on your own you go do stuff for yourself you regain you know you work on and you regain that self-love self-love journal available on amazon you work on yourself and you regain that self-love and whatnot you take some time for yourself to see what you, what, what role you might have played in the relationship. You take time for yourself to see what you can do better for your next relationship, how you can avoid people like this. You know what I mean? What, why you got into this relationship in the first place? What did, what red flags you ignore? You take time to process and deal with the emotions, sit with the emotions, understand the emotions and work through them. The narcissistic person doesn't want to do that. 
the emotions, we feel them, but we don't want to deal with them. So guess what we do? We hop into another relationship fast as hell. We love bomb the next person quickly as hell. Quickly as hell. We manipulate the new person as, as, as fast as damn near possible, y'all. It happens continuously over and over and over again. This is a continuous cycle. We don't want to deal with the shame and the hurt and the pain of whatever has happened. So we move on quickly to someone else. Typically, typically the narcissistic person is going to have a backup supply ready anyway. Typically, not all the time, not all the time, but typically they can have somebody else in the way, waited in the wings. You mean they might already, they might already be having an affair or being, you know, be, you know, and that might not be being faithful to you in the first place. They might be cheating on you emotionally. Maybe not. Maybe it hasn't escalated to the physical level, but they might be cheating on you emotionally. You know what I mean? And it's just, when I say move on fast, I don't, I'm not just speaking about toxic, intimate partnerships. I'm talking about this could be your parent as well. If you have a toxic ass parent and you discard that parent, you end that relationship. Guess what happens? They might try to get you back into their life or. You, if you have siblings or grand, or you have siblings or kids, they might try to love bomb your kids to replace you with because they don't want to deal with the shame of their children discarding them and getting rid of them. They don't want to deal with the shame of rejection. They don't want to deal with the shame of being replaced. You know, they don't want to deal with the same thing. The same emotions, just different relationship dynamic. Narcissistic people want to avoid shame. They just do. You know what I mean? They really, really just do. And I just see it. You know what I mean? I see it all the time. I understand the dynamic. I get it. I feel it. I realize it. You know, I deal. I've dealt with it for a very, very long time myself. I was like, why the hell did I move on fast? And I worked in my therapy. Well, I've been working in my therapy for the last six years to understand why I've moved on fast and to understand why other people move on fast as well because they don't want to deal with it. Yeah. They, okay. This is over. Sometimes they, yeah. <sighs> narcissistic robot resetting, talking too fast. Have to slow down. <laughs> Sometimes, like if you when you discard them, that's when they go into panic mode and try to move on very, very quickly. But sometimes if they perform the reverse discard where they are treating you horribly, they're treating you badly in the first place. You know, they're, if they're treating you badly in the first place, then they want you to break up with them and they have an excuse to move on fast. You see what I'm saying? So sometimes they have that excuse to move on fast. They want you to be the one to break up with them. They want you to be the one to file for divorce. They want you to be the one who tell who who suggests a trial separation or time apart or you need some you need some time for yourself and things of that nature. So when you do that, now they have an excuse to move on fast because they think this other person might fit them better. So it's not just because they want to avoid shame and deal with that type of stuff. They might think this other person fits them better and they need that excuse to still avoiding the shame of being the one who breaks up with you. You broke up with me. I'm not good enough for you. So I move on fast to somebody else. I have an excuse now. I don't want to deal with the shame of telling my kids that, hey, I'm leaving your mom for somebody else. Hey, I'm leaving dad for somebody else. You don't want to deal with that shame. So you make them be the one to break up with you. Hey, mom left me. Mom filed for divorce against me. I'm I'm over here. I found somebody else that fits me better. Your new stepmom, your stepdad, whoever, whatever the situation that plays out. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be that way. Like sometimes they make you be the one who discards them so they have that excuse to move on fast. You mean still avoiding shame, still avoiding those emotions, still avoiding avoiding that type of stuff, avoiding that type of dynamic right there. But also if you know, but also moving on quickly. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily do with, you know, just that there's just the pain of being alone. Sometimes it's the fear of being by themselves. Yeah. Narcissistic people don't want to be by themselves. So yeah, they try to move on very, very quickly. They're on Tinder. You first break up. They moved in with a new supply two, three weeks after y'all break up. You see how fast they move. And no, y'all, they, are they in love? No, y'all, y'all. They seem so happy with the new person that they've known for two weeks. Y'all, 
the love bombing, the manipulation phase, it's real. The idealization phase is real. They're going to love bomb the new person because they need to do this for, to make themselves feel better about the current situation. You see what I'm saying? Don't take it. Yo, so many people take it personally when they move on fast. It's the, them moving on fast has a lot less to do with you a lot of times. It's just them. They don't want to be by themselves. Like me personally, my own personal story. My wife left me in like February, March of 2020 for the, the last time she left. We've been pumping. We've been going strong for three years. Clap, hand clap. Um, but when she left, my first thought was, damn, I can move on. I need to move on fast. I got I got got on Facebook or whatever. I started looking at people. I was like, I was trying to choose a damn target. But then I thought about it. I was like, what do I really want to do? Do I really want to have to start over with somebody else? Because it'll just end the same way because I'm a, I'm a self-aware narcissist and all my relationships have ended the same way. Every single time I've moved on quickly every single time. So I just like, like, this is just the basic unaware, just doodoo head narcissist. I'm not going to do this. I'm different. I'm a better version of a narcissist. I'm more evolved than the average narcissist. I know this, the other narcissists that watch this are going to be mad as hell. You're not more involved than me, lady, man. Shut up and stop whining. If they, if you took that personally, then yeah, <laughs> you see how you took that as a personal attack because I say I'm more evolved than the average narcissist or you were average narcissist or you below average narcissist. You see what I'm saying? Personal attack is not a personal attack, but you took it as a personal attack. Evolve. Uh, ah, as the Megan Thee Stallion. Ah. Um, but I was just like, I'm more evolved, more evolved version of myself as well. So I'm not going to try to move on fast. I'm going to break the patterns that I've become accustomed to over the previous 34, 35 years of my life. So I'm not going to move on quickly. I'm going to sit in the shame. I look, I sat in the bathroom mirror. Yeah, I sat in the bathroom mirror and cried and recorded myself crying for like 15 minutes. I was going to punch the mirror. I was going to do so much other stuff. But I, in that moment, I hated myself so much. But I was just proud of myself for not wanting to move on. I was proud of myself for not punching that wall, not punching that mirror. I got up off the floor, sent the email to my therapist because I had missed like three or four therapy appointments. I sent the email to my therapist. I was like, look, I need to come back in there. And I didn't move on quickly because I wanted to sit in the shame. I wanted to prove that I could be vulnerable to myself. I wanted to prove to my wife and to my kids that I could be a better version of myself. I could be the best version of myself. Most narcissistic people are not going to do that. They want to sit in the victim mode. They want to sit in victim mode. They want to sit in victimhood and they want to move on very, very quickly as opposed to dealing with the shame, dealing with the remorse, dealing with the regret, dealing with the guilt, dealing with the emotions. They want to move on very, very quickly. That's what makes me better than most narcissistic people. This makes Ben Taylor. This makes Ben Taylor better than most narcissistic people. You see them move. You see them working harder on themselves. You see close to B. Milkshake working harder on herself to maintain her relationship. Shout out to you, girl. Uh, y'all don't follow Close to B. Milkshake, sir. Um, she's on. She's on YouTube. Close to B. Milkshake. Female narcissist point of view. Look at her working on herself. Yeah. You know, we have different viewpoints, but sir, shout out to sir. Um, you see this dynamic though. Most don't want to do that. But when you get to a narcissistic person, they can do that. They can sit in the shame. They can take the shots of vulnerability. That's when you see experience real, true growth and evolution. I can sit in it. I hate it. It doesn't feel good. I hate the feelings. It's embarrassing. It's, oh. But most narcissists don't want to do that. So instead of dealing with that shame, dealing, dealing with that guilt, dealing with those emotions, dealing with that rejection they move on quickly to somebody else so they can and they they try to heal they try to use the next person to heal they try to use their next relationship partner to heal you remember i said earlier that non-narcissistic people you can heal on your own you can find a support group support system you can pray you can find god you can do whatever you want to do but you can heal on your own you can process your emotions correctly you can process the vulnerability you can process your shame correctly you can deal with it on your own narcissists lay it on the other person's feet 
They take their trauma. It's like it's like a book bag. They take the trauma, the guilt, and the shame. They pack they pack it in the book bag and they take it into the next relationship. You unpack it before you go into the relationship. You're like, I need to unpack this trauma before I go into a new relationship. I don't want to bring this baggage in my new relationship. Let me unpack this CPTSD. Let me unpack this. Uh, this. Uh, <laughs> let me unpack these, these triggers. Let me unpack this baggage. Let me unpack my childhood trauma. The narcissistic person, I ain't unpacking nothing. They put it on. They, they throw it over their back. They throw it over their back and walk right into a new relationship because they don't want to deal with it. They don't want to unpack it. They don't want to sit in a therapist chair and unpack it. I'm good on therapy. Therapy don't work for me. Cool. It don't work for you. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's one reason. Those are a few reasons right there why they move on so fast. Why we move on so fast. I don't try to say people are like, Lee thinks, Lee, does, he doesn't claim that he's a narcissist no more. Do y'all, we all going, we all, before y'all leave a comment about me not saying I'm a narcissist no more, like, Lee, you, can, you should say we all the time instead of day and dim and rabble, rabble, rabble. Like, I don't say the shit at the beginning of every single episode. It's your favorite self aware narcissist. Like, you don't hear me say that. Hey guys, it's your favorite former narcissist. You don't ever hear me say no shit like that. Goodness. Sorry, y'all. The frustration gets at me sometimes. But I can sit in the shame. I can deal with the frustration. See, I'm not moving on to a new podcast. I'm still dealing with this one. <laughs> it's two, three years strong. It's almost four years. Almost four years strong of being of being the self-aware narcissist on doing a podcast. It's crazy. This because I'm about to expand it this week. I'm doing start doing live interviews with other personality disorder people, survivors, victims. It's gonna be a yeah healing channel. Anyways, <clears throat> anyways, y'all, the self-love journal is still available on Amazon. Check it out. The self-love journal, I Love Me, the self-love journal by Lee Hammock is available on Amazon. Check it out. Lee Hammock, self-love on Amazon. And also, Orlando, Florida, huge workshop coming up in person. Orlando, Florida, May the 20th, 2023. Orlando, Florida workshop, y'all. Link is in the description. Me, Ben Taylor, Catherine Kleiss, uh, staying coaching. We're doing a huge in-person workshop, 25 people max, lunch, dinner, Lunch, dinner, one-on-ones, in-person, all kinds of, yeah, amazing event. Is uh, The link is in the description of every video, every podcast I do. Like and subscribe for more. And as always, as always, mental illness is out. Peace.